Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. To see what I can find, I find about the goodies from 2005. See those items from the good old days. It's not for me, man. I'm not as old as old day. Wanna be a sword man? We're in the SF. Wanna be a sword man? We're in the SF. Wanna be a sword man? We're in the SF. Sword man, the sword man, we're in the SF. <laughs> Jay Pike Ray, Vicky Roll with Pride, sucking off niggers in the dusty countryside. Every red nigger bastard that wanted to play, we will suck them off day after day. Wanna be a sword, man's in the SF. Wanna be a sword, sagging in the SF. Wanna be a sword, man's in the SF. Sword, man's a board, man's in the SF. <laughs> Today I grin when I see his bull whip, my sphincters I don't trust him. I know it's your drip, but green in my eye. Call me Brian, realize you'll never make lies. I'll be a sword man, in the SF. I'll be a sword bagging in the SF. I'll be a sword man, in the SF. Sword man, the board man, in the SF. Wanna be a sword man, in the SF. Wanna be a sword man, in the SF. Wanna be a sword man, in the SF. Sword man, the board man, in the SF. The going down this sing this song, Judah, Judah. This prophet says lies, lies long, oh, the Judah day. God will lie all night, God will lie all day. Zog bed is song with some luncheon bags, this prophet turned out all day. Black girl, and dumb black touch, Judah, Judah. This mountain will be so much too much. Oh, the Judah day. Gonna lie all night, gonna lie all day. Lord made his song with some luncheon bags. This mountain turned out all day. Some friends are victorian, Judah, Judah. Check the room with this false skin, oh, the Judah day. Gone away all night, gone away all day. Rock made his song with some luncheon bags, this false turned out all day. Mm-hmm. 
Basic Wagger and Fister hold you da, you da. Can't test bottom with three years old, oh, you da day. Gonna lie all night, gonna lie all day. South Bend is on the summer engine bags, to sponsor that all day. Pastor Winston, area man, with an Armageddon plan, derailed God's railroad train, wants to kill all the Jews and a lot of Wiggers too. He has a psycho, air non Wigger brain. Martin had a wife, he loved all his life. Poor grandkids, they are so brave. Destroying all causes I and fish of dog lies and putting dog Babylon in his grave. It was on any weekday night when Jews lied that they's right. He pissed on damn kite claims. And the wiggers yap with the shout, them stupid fucking louts. That Pope Marty done hits at what he aims. Marching out of life, he loved all his life. For grandkids, they are so brave. Destroying dog caught his eye, and fish on dog wise, and pulling on Babylon in his grave. It was on a weekday night, Rinch Bester is at home, talking to Christ's family trees. When along come dirty Jews, and a lot ring quicker or two, making they's ass what the necessary. Martin had a wife, he loved all his wife, for grandkids they are so brave. Destroying Zog caught his eye, and fish on Zog wise, and putting Zog Babylon in his grave. Well, the ass clowns hold their breath when they hear a pastor's depth. They wonder why he don't fucking lie. It was dirty pisser possums and all the Satan's mansers that want to take him down on the slide. Marching out of life, he loved all his life. For grandkids, they are so brave. Destroying Zog caught his eye, 
Appreciate dog wise and putting dog babwalk in his grave. trying to do is they're trying to get into their own little network. Well, the problem is, 
is that by doing so, they cut themselves off from fresh tard on talk show. Someone was commenting, it was Dan Johns, he's sort of gone on, you know, from talk show. Uh, what, the, uh, I think the pitcher possum sneaks out every so often. Uh, with Wick the Dick, uh, Eli James, while he's on Juro, folks, I think is on his own team speak. And part of the reason, I believe, is because uh, you know, Brian Real went ahead and drafted a motion, and I went ahead and put it up. Uh, I'm having problems. I'm having problems with you know, one of the uh, things here because even though I have a faster modem, it's not getting much better uh, at putting something on. But anyway, I was going to go ahead and talk about the end of credibility for Bell Priest. And some of you, you know, especially Papa Cat, may notice here is that yesterday, yesterday I got on the Tucker show. Now look at this for guest number 29. Uh, you know, guest number 29 sounds like old Liar Bill, Mumps Not the Closer, and a bunch of other talks here. But anyway, Liar Bill, he's reading, he's reading. I think I went ahead and I formed a new, I went ahead and formed a new, uh, oh, what happens, I bought it a couple months ago uh, when DreamHost was selling these domain names that ended in XYZ for a dollar a year. And I bought a number of them for three years. I bought about 10 of them. And one of them I bought was called Brian Rio hyphen lawsuits dot XYZ. Essentially, Brian Rio can bitch and bitch and bitch and piss all the mo- piss and moan all the hell he wants to. The problem of it is, is that what I'm posting is public records. I mean, he's not doing good here by essentially suing me because what I do is I just go look for not only my lawsuits, but for all these other lawsuits. So anyway, here's Bill Fink, and he is tied in with Brian Real, so is Melissa Epperson. And they got caught. They got caught, you know, having Brian Real draft their lawsuit. So essentially, here's old Mumps Nut Liability Close. Now, either he's going after the mouth with uh, old Swordman's, or he was a couple of years ago. He was terms of service snitching. You know, he was looking and getting on the beer barrel. He was getting on... Uh, Oh, a number of other places stumble in, and he was turned with service snitching. And he was being used by Brian Real. Why so out of maliciousness? Same way as Johnny Tonto Britton here. You can't trust a manager. You can't trust a Mongol. Because they'll turn on you sooner or later. Now, tonight I was going to work on a YouTube video. I was going to trash Dewey Tucker out. And I decided not to, at least not tonight. The reason I decided is that, hey, I can always trash him out, and, you know, maybe Dewey Tucker has reason to think I was mean to him. Because I believe Dewey Tucker is a white man. You know, even though he has delusional horseshit, he's narcissistic, and he doesn't believe his own bullshit. Let's get on to that. Last week... I was calling in to see how Dewey Tucker was in, and essentially I got attacked by this Chris who was so-called, he's a, his real name is Warrior Priest, and he used to be a Thinkite. You have a number of these other characters who used to be pisser possums, and even have a few Eliabots. 
Essentially, you have a bunch of Mongols who play Christian identity. And so, essentially, their daughter, you know, the daughter named Kelsey went ahead and mute me, and then later this Rachel unmute me. And I shoot her on their ass. And essentially, I didn't sound very good on the Skype call because I was using Toshiba number three, which was sort of old. Now, I have a Dell number one, and it has Skype as well here, and it sounds a lot better, but I'm using the beater phone. But anyway, yeah, there was a bunch of screaming for the last hour or so because I did the same thing I always do. I do not agree and never have agreed with Dewey Tucker's what? Reincarnation bullshit. Reincar- you know, they call it biblical resurrection. And I point out to them, it's, it's nothing. It's not biblical. Resurrection, resurrection mentioned here as, as far as the plan, well, it's mentioned in Revelation chapter 20. There's a first resurrection for those who died in Christ who will be raised up in the first resurrection to be kings and priests over the millennium. That's what it says, Revelation chapter 20. And then Satan has put into the pit for a thousand years, essentially the Japhethetic and the rest of the Uyghurs have a thousand years to essentially get close to Yahweh, but guess what? Satan's turned loose. Real Satan, real devil, real dragon, real serpent. And just take just a second here for essentially these critters, you know, sort of like Liar Bill, Mumps, Not the Clues, here, Johnny Britton, Tottenham Britain, the rest of them to turn. And then Yahweh comes and, you know, scorches you, burns them to death. And then it's time for the second resurrection the great white throne judgment, for judgment day. Where, like in Matthew chapter, what, 24 or 25, they are jailed. They are divided, not by race, according to, what, Katniss and No Kamehameha and Baal Fink and the rest of these stars, but they are judged according to their works. And I got down on this Chris, a.k.a. warrior priest, who was supposedly abandoned his only son, 25 years old, to the tender mercies of song while facing trial. I also point out, how in the world can you say you love Yahweh and we don't even love your own son? What happens is that your son didn't ask to be born. So you have an obligation because you brought him into the world. Now that may go against Dewey's bullshit, because he believes, believes we're all Yahweh's cabbage. But get on to that in a minute. So I went ahead and told this Chris that obviously he doesn't believe Yahweh is in charge of all things. Because, hey, if you really believed that, you would, according to your own belief, you would run out to the road and trust Yahweh to save your worthless ass, your former think-eyed ass. Obviously, don't believe in what Dewey's t- you know, teaching. You're just some sort of character while Dewey is sick and on his back and dying. Precisely, you want to take over for him, Dewey's well ministry, which believes in reincarnation. Now, folks, Dewey believes that Jesus Christ wasn't even at, just Adam here. He was before that. He was David, and at a time here, you know, David finally figured out. 
David finally figured out that God's in control of all things. Really? Really? If you believe that, well, that's and that is fine with me. But hey, obviously you don't have any free will. You're just a Yahweh cabbage. So I explained what Yahweh cabbage meant. And, and Dewey used to claim, Dewey used to claim, and he still does, is that, you know, there is resurrection. And, you know, Jesus Christ was, well, he was at various times. He was at various times. He was what? Adam. And later on became, oh, another patriot, maybe no, you know, patriarch, maybe Noah. But certainly Isaac. More than likely Moses. And definitely David. So Christ is Adam and Christ is Isaac and Moses and David and maybe a few others. And what happens in these reincarnations, because that is exactly what it is. It's not a resurrection. A resurrection is taking a dead, you know, converting the spirit, not into a body. So it's not incarnation, much less reincarnation. A resurrection is from taking the soul that is no longer in a body and essentially making that soul magnified to live in heaven. Whereas incarnation has a soul being compressed down to be put into a physical, fleshly body, be it a badger or a rat or a kangaroo or a human being. Dewey, you know, and I, I remember Logan Hunter said, is that I don't care how you call it, it's reincarnation. Well, Logan believed in reincarnation too. You know, he said he didn't. But what to do? What to do? Well, I know. If you don't believe, then why are you here? You know, if you believe in reincarnation, why are you here? Why aren't you? A good Hindu or a, or a Mormon or something else here. Why are you here? So anyway, I blamed it. On Dewey being sick, I blamed it on stupid girls. I blamed it on everybody except Dewey. But I explained I never did believe in this reincarnation horseshit. Never did. Because to me, there's one or two resurrections, but you only get one. You don't come back again and again and again and again. The soul that says it shall die. And while I'm not a big fan of Paul, even Paul says is that, hey, it's important, you know, but once for men to die, and then after that, the judgment, the judgment upon resurrection, because even if you're in the first resurrection here, you are judged as to whether you are worthy to be in the first resurrection. There's only one resurrection per customer. There's not numerous reincarnations again 
again and again and again and again and again until you reach 666. But Dewey also believes in no free will. Now, most of the people who believe in reincarnation believe that if you are bad in this life, you will go downhill or uphill, depending on how you act. So essentially, there is free will, and you're supposed to behave yourself so you can go ahead and rise up. Now, these Jains and these South Indians, dotheads, believe what? Middle of 84,000 reincarnations. I don't know why they come with 84,000. They believe that, hey, there's a, there's a nice figure which goes around with cycles of 12,000 years or so. Now, I, I, I did remember some of this stuff here. I actually read the textbook for this world religions class. I made fun of these Buddhists. I made fun of these Hindus. We all about how they go through eight, you know, 83,995 resurrections, and then they come back around World War II, you know, as an SS major named Linstead from the Linstead who stayed behind during the 30 Years' War, or Schmidt. And SS Major Linstead is in the Lawson SS. He's having fine old time on the Eastern Front shooting Jews. I mean, hell, why not? <laughs> and then when, when he goes ahead and he pulls these Jews' gold teeth that they've stolen from white people here, you know, he's just having a fine old time and rendering down their snouts for, you know, for soap and lampshades and shit like that here, but keeping the gold teeth, not giving it to Himmler. No, I mean, hell, if you're going to go ahead and shoot Jews, you might as well go whole hog and keep the gold fillings for yourself. And then after, then after the war is over, you are not a bash. No, you open up the very first McDonald's in Dachau. Now, these, now these dot heads and these jays, they, they don't believe in eating live meat, or killing any animals, not mosquitoes, not piss ants, not possums, not coons. Well, I don't know if there's possums and coons over there. Essentially, I don't even believe in even killing rats and mice or something like that. And the goofy bastards, as a result, die plank, which they should. You know, I mean, why should they? So here they are. Here they are, <laughs> getting what they deserve. Oh boy! And so they're not eating. They're not eating flesh. They're not eating meat. They're not eating anything they should be eating here. That's alive. I mean, they can eat roadkill, but no, definitely not. Definitely not eating meat here. Uh, far from stealing the gold fillings out of Jew boys and Jew girls and Yentas and all that here, and opened up the very first McDonald's. You know, because hey, McDonald's uses was a no, don't use roadkill, and setting it up in Dachau. Or Auschwitz, and having a fine old time, man. So this sort of unfair. She says, "Yes, very unfair. You went through eighty-three thousand nine hundred ninety-five resurrections, and as a result, while you gathered all this bad karma, called it ahimsa, and essentially on resurrection or reincarnation, what eighty-three thousand nine hundred ninety-six, you come back as a sixth-rate maggot." Because that was what you deserve. I mean, you really, you really screwed the pooch here, literally. I ate it. You know, in the previous, in the previous reincarnation here, you will come back as a secret maggot. You know, this little Jane woman here, she was very big. She says, are you making fun of me? <laughs> and the answer is, yes. 
I very, I had a very nice, I had very nice Samantha's here. Even the offensive little ones who wouldn't kill me if she had a chance here. Even though the same could not be said. <laughs> but I said, look, I mean, if you believe what you say you believe, then that's the ultimate logic. I mean, I sort of, you know, I, I'm a rather calculating individual. I believe in logic, you know, literal, you know, linear thinking. So, yeah, I mean, you know, don't, don't you believe that? Well, no, she didn't. But I have played that game with Buddhists here. I, I've said is that, you know, we are locked up in that house because this one nut, he was a bombardier aboard the Enola Gay, and I was the SS major with uh, shooting the Jews and, you know, opening up the first McDonald's in Dachau. And what happens to this little Japanese woman who we called Yoko, but she was a nice little japper. You know, she ran things. She was a social worker at the nut house. And I said, you were Tojo. <laughs> and, we're and she looks at me like I'm a nut, which is, I guess, true enough here. I mean, hell, you know, but I was an unusual nut. So, <laughs> oh, where am I at here? So, yeah, uh, I have played this game with Buddhists and those who believe in reincarnation. And he believes in reincarnation, but he doesn't. That's the thing. Because if you believe in reincarnation, what the hell's the point? That's why I kept on asking him, what's the point, Dewey? Because if Yahweh's in control of all things, you don't have free will. So what's the point? You're trapped like a robot. You can't exceed Yahweh's programming. In fact, you don't even have programming, Yahweh. Does everything. You are like a lab rat who's put in a maze, and you're going to wander around because it's not Yahweh's will for you to seek the end until Yahweh picks you up by your little rat lab rat tail and brings you to the very end. But now I have a different thing because Dewey claims that he believes that he believes in what? No, he claims that he believes in, oh, no, he believes that, you know, we used to be all Yahweh, I mean the good ones of us here. We were the Elohim, and what we did is that just like, you know, you know just like here, we helped Yahweh build a little raised bed garden. And as a result, you know, helping build the raised garden, now we come back. We come back. You know, uh, you know, and we're in, we're in the raised bed garden that we made. The raised bed garden that we made. Hold on, folks. I need to try to get my check room back here. Am I going to get back? Yes, it looks like I am. If I find out you tards are there here, reincarnation is not going to save any of you here because I believe in free swill. You know, free swill, swill, men buster tards here. I believe that you have free will. And the reason you act like assholes, 
stupid assholes is because you are stupid assholes who are free moral agency, even though you don't have very much in the way of morals. So if I find out some of you tards have been acting up here, why well, there will be a wailing and gnashing of teeth here when I come back in. You know, I don't believe in reincarnation. I do believe pretty well. And I've made that clear to Dewey. Now, about five weeks before he had his heart attack on September 22nd, he was doing he was doing his, what, Dixie translation. And I think he does a pretty good job of it. He goes through the concordance, and he picks what he thinks is the best translation of him, the King Jimmy. But I was annoyed at how he was trying to use, on, you know, 2 John or 1 John chapter 3, how he was trying to use or abuse his Dixie translation to, you know, pretend that you own them this reincarnation shit and this no free will shit. Because what it is is it's too incompatible. Unlike motions here, because hey, it's just like two big old blocks, and it's not even held together by crazy glue. It's held by essentially CI dentist tards. And refugees from Fink and Eliar and Dan Johns, especially mongrels and Asquiles and Jews, all pretending, well, guess what? I believe this stupid horseshit that Dewey puts out, so that's why I'm Elohim. And you don't believe this shit, so you're not Elohim. Well, I got a question. If you don't have free will, what difference does it make? But I have asked the question, why are you even having a Bible study? I mean, what difference does Scripture make if it's all under Yahweh's will? It all works out. So why are you even having a Bible study? Why do you even bother to look at Scripture? Why don't you just simply kick back and jack off and essentially have a fine old time? You know, because, hey, you're not going to get... To what? Nirvana? Enlightenment? Buddhism? Whatever? Until Yahweh picks you up, or you're a good little Yahweh cabbage. So I've compared you know, these people who believe this crap to Yahweh cabbages. Because it's more apt than being a robot. A robot, at least, is under programming. There could be a random thing, and the robot could do something different here, and essentially even a rat might go ahead and accidentally make his way through the maze here without Yahweh's help. But a Yahweh cabbage? A Yahweh cabbage? Is a Yahweh cabbage going to give up? No! The Yahweh cabbage, because essentially you have all the mind of a, of a cabbage, what difference does it make? Whether or not Yahweh made you from, I guess, a lump of shit from Yahweh, some Yahweh shit, as opposed to Yahweh jism. I mean, if you're going to go ahead and think this stupid shit, why don't you think it through? So, <laughs> any case, I, I mean, I, I see some of you tars at least thinking that here. Any case, Well, I mean, all you charge of wine. Anyway, you know, probably I'd be just as well here because then I don't know what you idiots were saying here. Now I do. Any case here, uh, let's see. Yahweh cabbages. 
So, you know, the week before, I am blocked until Rachel comes up. What's the big thing? And she goes out and mutes me, and I whoop up on Warrior, Warrior Priest, a.k.a. the Finkite, a.k.a. Chris, who doesn't give a crap about his son. Uh, and essentially a few other tards. And Papa Cat maybe have been there or not here. I don't know. But guess what? Yesterday, Dewey is up. And folks, maybe I ought to take credit for Dewey being up. Maybe I got Dewey off of his deathbed. In which case, it's always well. But I go in there. And, and, and Dewey is pulling a fink. Dewey is pulling any liar, and he's asking about how he believes in free speech, but guess what? Not really. So I'm looking because I could have justified a week ago is that dude doesn't know what his daughter is and what his little tards are doing, his little CI dentist tards who are now, well, they're now believers. They're Yahweh cabbages. Because I was typing, drink the grape Kool-Aid, drink the grape Kool-Aid, do not drink the grape Kool-Aid. Well, folks, Jim Jones, followers of Jim Jones, they drank the, you know, the, you know, the grape Kool-Aid here. But the followers, the Yahweh cabbages of Dewey, they drink the yellow Kool-Aid. And it does not, I don't know, maybe it does to them. Maybe it tastes like lemonade. I don't know. They certainly drink a lot. Maybe it tastes like finely aged dose Winstead. Maybe it's perfect for turkey up to scabby. I don't know. Maybe it's something they have, they have to here because they're Yahweh cabbage and they got to drink the yellow Kool-Aid, which is fertilizer for them. Who knows? <laughs> but folks, what was impossible to do I said, hey, Dewey, do you really believe that Yahweh's in control of all things? You want to pretend that Yahweh somehow put the block to me? Put the block to a few other Nimbus guitars? Put the block to Tattered Flag? Put the block to, oh, by the way, there was this guy named Caucasian guy. And he made the mistake of saying, well, Paul said is that man is appointed just once to die. Uh, now the judgment, that. I guess Yahweh, Yahweh just did a drive-by beauty. Folks, up until yesterday, I was able to blame it on poor Dewey's dying. And silly daughters do not believe Dewey's bullshit. I heard that their brothers, who are much like Dewey, don't believe in Dewey's bullshit. They're not around. They're living their own lives. Now, folks, I really, I really think it's good that Dewey's daughters support their father and their mother. Far be it from me. I mean, essentially, if Dewey tells, you know, Dewey tells them to go ahead and mute me, that's fine. But let's get off this bullshit about how Yahweh is in control of all things because that is a retard thing. Don't really believe it. It's a lie. You don't believe this shit. So now... As a result of Dewey, I know Dewey doesn't believe his own bullshit. And folks, if you are a, if you are a bell priest, at least, if you want to claim to be a sincere bell priest, you need to believe your own bullshit. Now, there's some of you who believe that I'm talking bullshit. And that's fine. 
You want to say that one free speaking is bullshit? Okay. I'm certainly not dragging you in, certainly not if you're Mongols. If you're a Mongol, I just would kick your ass out. If you're a Jew boy, I just would kick your ass out. Like with Bell Fink and Eli or James and old nigger lips. And all these other Mongols who want to claim BCI, Dan Johns, Jeremy Nesser, all these critters and piss apostles and cards who want to claim BCI did And I used to give you know, Dewey credit. He didn't want to be a CI dentist. He didn't even want to be Christian. Folks, what Dewey has suffered, he's not suffering from a stroke. He's just simply arrogant and narcissistic. I talked with somebody here. You might have listened because I did a special show. I had Linda there, and I had to go over. I had to go and redeem a $25 coupon over at the dollar store. So I let Linda have it. For Monty Garrett, Pig Frog was mean to Linda. And Linda got mad and ran off. So essentially, it was probably a bunch of dead air space. I come back, and there's nobody there except three or four diehard tards. So I had the show. And folks, Linda called, Linda called Dewey, you know, Dewey, not Dewey Tucker, but, uh, you know, uh, what, Russell, you know, uh, old wrestler. And she called, uh, she called old Logan, and Logan said he listened to Dewey's bullshit here, and she thought Dewey was a blasphemer. I don't think Dewey's a blasphemer. Dewey follows his own religion. His own religion isn't Christian identity. It isn't Seaite nastry. It isn't British Israelism. It isn't anything. It's just solipsism. I worship my own bullshit. I don't believe it. Because, folks, I don't believe that Yahweh was blocking me. So, anyway, went ahead and thought, and then Dewey, I mean, he's just like an old, he's just like an old dog. He has to defense and bite me. He comes up with this shit about how. My father was a big man in Herbert the Pervert's church. And the answer is, I've said the exact opposite. My dad got disfellowship for the first time in 1972 for putting me in the hospital when the local bail priest killed his own daughter, a, you know, a sacrifice like Molech, to Molech, a.k.a. Herbert the Pervert, because he didn't want to put his daughter in the hospital. He gave her one of Herbert Armstrong's worthless anointing cloths. And she died of a burst appendix. Little twelve-year-old girl or eleven and a half-year-old girl. His own daughter, you know, fine with a little, you know, fine with a little girl. They were talking. They was talking about marrying me off to her when we grew older. Oop. She's been she's been worm. She's been worm feed since oh November December. I don't think anybody even knows her name. I don't think she's even mentioned. I don't think she's even thought of. She's just a shade. Probably Yahweh knows her name. Maybe Yahweh cares. Her dad didn't. She's all, you know, he's like Chris here. I mean, essentially, he had to have a new car. He had to have a up-to-date rental house. Here, he had to be. He had to be one of Herbert's hollow men. And guess what? He hates my father because. My father has a live oldest son. He has a dead oldest daughter. So my dad was disfellowshipped for not believing in Herbert's holy anointing cloth, even though 10, 15 years later, 86-year-old Herbert the Pervert has a pecker pup and has an oxygen tent. What the fuck have you really believed, you bullshit? 
and you went ahead and you killed all these years old children here with a burst of panic. What the fuck are you doing with a fucking oxygen cat, you worthless wide bastard? I hate bail priests. I think y'all be, y'all be skinned out. My father was not. He was not high in Herbert the Pervert's church. He nearly, I remember what, a couple years later, he nearly got disfellowship because we go, we go to the funeral of a man age 34 who leaves a wife and two small children. And my dad nearly got disfellowship for saying, well, $12 with a cowboy because he could have saved that man. He didn't need to die. No, he had no any cloth. Didn't do him a fucking bit of good. Far from, far from being a big wig at Herbert the Armstrong, Herbert the Pervers Armstrong's church here. My father was usually always in hot water for telling exactly what the hell he thought. He eventually got kicked out for the third time. Especially going with Herbert Armstrong or Garter Stud Armstrong here, who I think was a worthless bastard, although not as worthless as Herbert the Pervert, but still a worthless bastard. Folks, what I think is, is that, hey, I learned a good deal of British Israelitism doctrine as a result of sitting on my ass and staying in the steel folding chairs in number Shriner Moths here and, you know, you know what, uh, country music halls and memorial halls in Carthage and in Joplin and wherever. Well, essentially, they don't want people having their own little churches here because that would mean independence and no money to Herbert. So, yeah, I learned a good deal about the Bible. I mean, where does it, well, do we get this shit? Is he listening to, what, Liar Bill the Clueless, Mumpsnut? Is listening to Johnny Tonto, Britain's Spawn, of Rufus and Dupus? Where does he get this shit? Morty doesn't, you know, Morton doesn't have a Bible. For what? Oh, you know, he's never had a Bible, and you only got concordance, you know, six months ago. No, I got the concordance in February of last year. But I've always had a Bible. You know, Marty, you know, Marty, you know, where, where do you work? You know, where does he make his money? I say, hey, I get from my inheritance, just like you do, Dewey. Look, Dewey, you were you were quite a fighter back in the days, back until nineteen, you know, nineteen seventy-six, and then you went to jail, and you were a martyr to the cause, and then you got out, and all of a sudden Yahweh came to you and said, "Time to get out." Well, how about more like Dewey? Is your father? Was a successful sheet metal owner told you is that guess what? You were going to be kicked out on your ass if you continued. So, hey, guess what? You did the smart thing. Essentially, you buckled under and you worked in your daddy's sheet metal thing and you, you know, you got your inheritance. Now you come back. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I've heard Wick the Dick whine. I wish Wick the Dick would run off. I wish the pistol possum would run off. If you want to run off because essentially you need to support your family, then run off. I went ahead and admitted, well, you know, who the hell made you a pastor? Why, why, you know, what, $35 church or $25? I admit I got a piece of paper. 
identify me as president, a senior pastor of the Church of Jesus Christ Christian Area Nations of Missouri, which costs $25 to incorporate. I go, actually incorporated for me while I was in that house. I was trying to use it to get out of being doped up by this nigger bitch, uh, well, Alicia Thompson. It was designed to essentially, no, not dope me up that much. Unless I refuse to take my dope, in which case I get 10 to 5, or how's all that event, and guess what here? You know, what really kept me sort of halfway behaved here was the 10 and 5, how's all that event here? It's not fun to get. You know, I, I need to in the ass here of this uh, stuff which would tranquilize out it, an elephant. But yeah. But like you do, well, hey, I was visited by, well, what, Bale, Molek? I had a vision here of what? Preaching reincarnation? Well, no, I didn't do any such thing. No, rather than spend $16,000 for a doctor of divinity, or going ahead and humping a whole bunch of true cranial lot lizards and getting an honorary degree, I just simply sent in $25. $10 a year now. I am a quite a large fish in Missouri. I guess that's worth something. No, folks. The reason, the reason that people think I'm a pastor, I mean, look, most people who want, you know, call, call me pastor, call me pastor. Those who don't can call me Marty Schoma. If you say it too damn much, I will kick your ass out of this chat room. Okay? But you have relatively freedom of speech far more than any other place on talks to you. So essentially, what I found out yesterday is this not a dreadful mistake. Dewey is responsible for this. Dewey does not believe his own bullshit. Dewey is in control of all things. Well, Dewey is in control of all things. You know who went ahead and muted me? And then came some heifer, and you had this Lombardia lady. She is some sort of Jew York, upper state Jew York, old skank, and I think she's a Yenta. Because you had a number of these characters here, the reincarnationist part, the, uh, the Yahweh captain. Marty's a coward. Marty isn't going to show up. Well, no. I don't show up to Dewey, you know, because I like Dewey. I still do. That's why I haven't posted this here. I really do like Dewey. I really have some respect for Dewey. Other than the fact, as far as I'm concerned, Dewey has revealed himself to be a liar and a hypocrite because he doesn't believe his own bullshit. Now, I'm glad that if Dewey's mad at me, he got up. I, I hope that, you know, he's going to be so mad here and this year that he's going to be strong. And he's going to rule his tongue crown with an best. He's going to crack whip on the Yahweh cabbages, drinking down, guzzling down the yellow Kool-Aid. Because for a few weeks here, I was so annoyed at him essentially using or misusing the scriptures that he went ahead and used in order to justify this reincarnation worship. I'll give him credit. You know, he's not a CIA dentist. And that's a good thing. I believe he's white. I also believe he's narcissistic. Essentially, when it comes down to it, he doesn't worship Yahweh. He worships himself. 
But hey, if you believe Dewey, then what are you, what are you doing here? I mean, why, you know, why should Mongols? Why shouldn't think Mozzi, liar, bots, and rest here? Well, essentially, I was a little bit hurt by old Bruce Gorman. Uh, old Johnny Tonto was in there, and he seen me essentially beat over the head by Lombardia Yenta. I, I got a new sock puppet for her, and a, essentially a suitable avatar. I mean, I think she's, I'm pretty sure she's a Jewess. I was a little bit hurt by old Dewey. You know, I mean, was, you know, I'm not Dewey, but Bruce Gorman. We're halfway kicking me to the curb, but then again, Bruce is a, Bruce is a card. Bruce goes with whoever is strongest at the time. Folks, sooner or later, Dewey will weaken. And his daughters, who really don't believe that Yahweh is in control of all things, like to keep on yapping, they'll go ahead and choose a warrior priest or a bunch of the pharisaical lying cards, and they will fight over, what, a talk shoe show? That's what they'll fight over, a talk shoe show. And that will be the end of it, hopefully. Let me make it quite clear here. I still have respect for Dewey's abilities and his past abilities. But hey, folks, you know, I hope that if, when I get old, I'm older than I thought I ever would be. Essentially, I still believe what I really do believe. And I won't get such a big head. I'll go contrary to what I profess to believe and then prove that I don't believe. So I was going to go ahead and put up a YouTube video chewing on Dewey's ass, and I've done a good job of chewing on Dewey's ass. And Dewey, the way you think, and Brian Real, and anybody else who does not agree with me, they're liberty to call in and chew on my ass. We will have the Jerry Springer here. Do as best we can. So anyway, you know, things sort of, you know, things sort of out. I mean, you know, things sort of down here. Old Dan Johns is running on Euro, folks. He's a he's a fraud, a Mongol fraud. Now what I see, what I see, and see, I guess three is essentially Jews and Mongols and Tards. Oh my, Jews and Mongols and Tards. Oh my. Well, I believe you will see why Christian Davies would believe. But they're six day beasts of field, they're just mongrels. They're not the ones you worry about. And then there it is, the Jews who are the literal spawn of Satan. And we are heading to a great tribulation. And if you're a son of Yahweh, it's your duty to fight evil. And if you're not going to fight evil, if you're not going to do your duty, then why are you here? Why not? Why not go ahead and become a Yahweh cabbage? Why not just go ahead and screw up? I mean, really, Dewey's bullshit is the ultimate invitation to screw off. Because guess what? Yahweh's in control of all things. It's Yahweh's fault you're a fucktard. What? 
We'll have at it. Anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to ask Dewey to pull the sink. All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back in about four or five minutes. Sounds like great.
do you get when you fuck with Jews? A kike with a plan to burst your bubble. That's what you'll get for all your trouble. I'll never fuck with Jews. What do you get when you kill a kike? You do the entire world a great big favor. Don't matter worth a shit as to kite flavor. I'll never fuck with Jews again. Don't tell me what it's all about. Cause I bear there and I know kikes out. I'll those chains. But mind you, that is why I'm here to remind you. What do you get when you fuck with Jews? You only get lies and pain and sorrow. So for at least until tomorrow, I'll never fuck with Jews. Out of those chains that bind you, that is why I'm here to remind you when you fuck with Jews, you only get lies and pain and sorrow. So for at least until tomorrow, I'll never fuck with Jews again. No, no, I'll never fuck with Jews again. Okay, we're back. And, uh, folks, uh, speaking of nothing but our Brian Real lawsuit here, I got a case in front of the Eighth Circuit, and I need to get it mailed out by Tuesday. And I also need to deal with some Lake County horseshit. And then I have to do some dealing here with some other horseshit. So as a result, you know, living in this world, 
your time is taken with dealing with Jew shit. As a result here, why well, hey, you can't let it go because this, these critters are at your throat. They're either at your feet or your throat. And essentially, by the time they learn that there's no point in them being at your feet here, they will be at your throat. And you have to deal with it. And I'm going to go ahead and cut this off by about 1 o'clock my time, if not before. Yesterday, I still had the hope that even though Dewey Tucker believed there's something different than I believed in, we could get along. And folks, I'm still hoping for that. I'm hoping for somewhat, not really a reconciliation, because, hey, there's no point to it. There's no point to it. I mean, hey. I tried to run people out of CI dentistry. Dewey has run himself out of CI dentistry. We should be happy. Especially what, you know, what I see is that if you let any of these creatures come in, they will be, well, so I said they're going to be what they are. Mongrels, Jewesses. And there's no hope for that. I had a fairly interesting conversation. I called in after the Wolfowitz, uh, Wolfowitz Wedding Wallstein show. And actually, I'm talking fairly well with him, that critter, even though he's anonymous here. I think he's someone tarred. I don't trust him. But hey, Thursday night, or Friday night, he was getting he was getting sort of on edge with old bitch boomerals. He's such a, you know idiotic red nigger retard. And folks, you got to realize is that, hey, all these talk shoe shows here, I mean, this, you know, this little turd is a long-functioning show. You know, Dan Charles, why well, he's packed it up for you, folks, because, I mean, essentially, you know, same way with Fink. I think some of the credit for running Fink off the talk shoe. And the good thing about Fink being run off the talk shoe is now Fink is his own little ghetto. I have worked on ghettoizing Frank. But folks, this is part of an overall what? Collapses on. Yeah, all these people they're talking about we're gonna you know, I mean the memes here, why like a pussy about saving the white race? But why like pussies, you know, hoping the Jews will cut us some slack. It's not going to happen. There is nobody in charge. There's nobody you can really make an appeal to. All it boils down to is you pay your money and you do the fighting and you're going to lose. And so why, why do you fight here? You just go ahead and say, yeah, I was in control of all things and let's just go ahead and, you know, Kick back and let's just have some entertainment. And the answer is that what I've tried to do in my time in the moment 
is essentially do the little big things here, which sort of move this big old boulder in unexpected ways. <laughs> Try to move things in unexpected ways. Unexpected ways. Let's understand something here. This show, in many cases, and for most of you, is entertainment. Maybe you learn something, you know, although most of you won't. Most of you are here to be entertained. And I can sing. I cannot juggle, but I can sing after a fashion. I can explain to you what's going on in the movement. Uh, for example, you know, that's what I was trying to tell Wolf Woods Weatherwall, Steve. You know, he was looking. He was looking for, okay, how are things in Europe? And I don't really know that much. Let's understand something. If you have close to 9 billion, you know, critters, two-legged sort of humanoid critters, and essentially most of them are living because they're just simply a bunch of niggers or beasts of the field, and they don't know how to run any things, and they're, they're living on short rations now, but not short enough to stop screwing. What are the odds that things are going to get better? And the answer is there is no odds that they're going to get better. It's, you know, the odds are all yeah, they're going to get worse. I've driven a truck. I've seen how easy it is to disrupt food service you know, by truck because it's, it's not sent by railroad, it's sent by truck. You disrupt vehicular traffic. You know, even across what the what Mississippi River. How easy is it to go ahead and take down some bridges, of which there's not that many of them, less than a dozen, and totally disrupt all traffic? Hmm? How easy is that to do? And the answer is very easy. How easy is it to to essentially take down the George Washington Bridge with Arizona nails? Fairly easy. So, you know, folks, it runs, it runs by the, you know, essentially the effort the white people put into it. And there's fewer and fewer and fewer white people, and all these people, boy, it's me! Those gonna fuck us all up! And no one seems to realize is that guess what? Mighty evil empires, their batting you know, their batting average is zero. Every mighty evil empire destroys their founding stock. And when their founding stock is all gone and all used up, the mighty evil empire is no more. It collapses. Well, let's understand that, okay? Well, he didn't want to silence me. He let me talk, really, for an hour. I guess. He really misses, you know. I mean, I didn't really chew ass on old Uncle Tom's dog pig. I explained to him that there was no such thing as a constitutional militia. 
I tried to go ahead and hint that, you know, I mean, hey, Uncle Tom Zogpig, if he knows the governor, that's not a good sign. You know, I mean, essentially, if it's set up, you know, I, and I point out is that the original constipation, you know, point out is that, hey, they did away with your local militias at the township and the county level. I say that the state, the individual states have to set up their own armed army. And it can be federalized anytime they want. Article 1, Section 16, you know, Article 1, Section 16. Get away with the militia. You know, get away with the militia which fought the American Revolution. Get away with setting up setting them up at the county and township level. Patrick Henry noticed that. And he talked about, you know, when he when he was orating about a third of the time, about how you're doing away with your ability to resist a centralized, consolidated national government. You're giving away that power. He said he smelled a rat in Philadelphia. The miracle of Philadelphia. And toward the end of his life, he got reconciled, and he died in 1796. Right around the time, old George Washington died, too. When George Washington was so-called president of the United States of North Carolina and Rhode Island hadn't, hadn't ratified the Constitution. So therefore, they didn't need to build goods. I point out is how, you know, shoot, there's always been these lawless people who got their come up. This like Ann Hutchison, who, oh, she ran to Rhode Island, and she wanted free love, and, you know, the Indians are misunderstood, and so the Indians came. The Indians came and said, oh, could you please tie up your dogs? They scare us. And so the stupid bitch did, and then they went ahead and raped her and one of her do- a couple of her daughters, and they killed them. One of them got away. So here's this, you know, what, 1,600 stupid heifer. And there's plenty of them, there's plenty of them around, you know, back then and today. And guess what? Indians raped and killed them. The Ray Laws. Little working bastards in the 1600s and the op hundreds and the uh, no hundreds and the 200s and 300s, 400s, 500s. Worthless bastards wherever you go. And now, well, the country, the entire world is just filled with them. So what are we going to do? And the answer is nothing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, maybe Trump will win. I don't know. I don't think Trump will win. I don't think he'll be allowed to win. I think the Republican Party will be destroyed. I think the election of 2016 will be more divisive than the one of 1860. I think Zog will try to mess you up, and essentially Zog will end up being messed up. Okay. Oh, 
I'm looking. I'm looking at something for you, too. You're such a dog. <laughs> what I like here is that you have the same tard arguing with itself in many cases. They're probably yapping over cell phones here. Let's just see what stupid shit I can put in the uh, chat room here. Oh, yeah, that's a wonderful idea. I'll say some other stupid shit. We will troll Marty's chat room. Okay. How about it? I'm getting tired because I only had four hours sleep and I need to get up and tomorrow you know, usually Monday is my hard working day. It's been cold. It's been cold and I probably will oh go to bed, get up, because I gotta finish this appellate brief. And then I gotta go ahead and look on something here to Lake County uh courts here. And so I got plenty of time, but I do need to apply myself. I probably ought to go to bed. Okay? <laughs> what was Marty talking about? Well, hey, I put some links up. Talking about being disappointed by Dewey. Now, I shouldn't be disappointed by Dewey. Dewey is all along what Dewey was. In many cases, Dewey doesn't really believe his bullshit. His daughters don't believe his bullshit. The, uh, the, think bot, the think bots and the live bots and the rest of the CI dance cards, they don't believe what they are. You know, I got a little bit annoyed that, you know, here's Johnny Tonto. He's gloating. He's gloating about, hey, you know, uh, Lombardier Yenta skank went ahead and whacked me over the head, and, you know, old uh, Bruce Corman went ahead and kicked my ass out. Hey, you know, do he'll be, I think, dying again. I'll be in that. He'll come back, and, you know, do I want him? I don't know. What to do? What to do? And the answer is that you live with what you got. Because there's, you know, there is, you know, it's not that there's no changing, but, you know, in many cases, changing it is worth, you know, I mean, essentially, it'll take far more time and effort to change things for what little you're going to get out of it. You know, what I believe in, you know, in my 10,000 Bullers program is essentially understanding is that, hey, there is no savings of Babylon. But you can, you know, I mean, hate globally, kill locally. And that's the way things will be. There's never been, there's never been a revolution or civil war which led to greater freedom. In almost every case, a civil war or a revolution leads to a dictator. And we were talking, we were talking, I mentioned this book called Anatomy of Revolution. By some Frenchman who wrote, I think in what, oh, 1950-something or another? Starting with the revolution, you know, of, uh, well, against Charles I, the Civil War against Charles I, which lasted really, it really lasted, what, 60 years, 
He just had different phases. And one of the phases, after Charles I got his head chopped off, it was chopped off by a military dictator, a military religious dictator of the Anglicans who imposed Puritanism and drove out the Cavaliers to France or drove them, drove them out to Virginia and North Carolina. Carolina was named after Charles I and Charles II when he returned, after he died. There was a short, there was a short parliament which lasted less than 30 days, and there was a long parliament which lasted 30 years until Cromwell finished off what little was left of it. And he was a military dictator. He killed a bunch of English. In a civil war, he certainly chopped off Charles I's head. I think it was a good thing, but also he brought in the Jews. But I asked this character who claimed to be descended from, you know, his name was Charles Stewart. I called him Charles the Worst. Well, if you're, if essentially Charles II felt so bad about it, your family felt so bad about Cromwell bringing in these Dutch Jews, how come Charles II and James II didn't just get rid of these Jews? Well, no, they had to have them because they did money. Essentially, it didn't really matter. You know, both sides were for bringing in Jews after 350 years of them being gone under Edward I in 1290. They're brought back in in 1350. Essentially, 300. Let's see, 1290, 13, 14, 15, 16. Essentially, after 350-some years, they were brought back in. But hey, it led to a military dictatorship. The French Revolution led to a terror. It led to what? 140 some thousand people who were monarchists in the Vendee murdered by the what? Rebels who were in power? So, since the monarchists who rebelled against the rebels, 140 some thousand were killed in the Vendee in France. At the very end, it led to, not to freedom, it led to Napoleon. And really, folks, you may call him an emperor, but hey, he was a military dictator. Let's not kid ourselves. In the 20th century, the revolution has led to dictatorship. Joseph Stalin, you know, uh, Crooks was a dictator. I think he's part Jew here, but hell, I think he killed more Jews than Hitler. Joseph Stalin did. (laughs) Killed more Jews than Hitler really did. (laughs) I mean, yeah, so like old Joseph Stalin, he he did kill, I believe, more Jews than Hitler did. Because he was a Jew boy. He knew, he knew they were all scum. He knew they were all the wiggling spawn of Satan. But then Mao Zedong, in six months, in six or seven months, eight months here, 50 million chinks are killed. There's a story of this Jew boy here, this chink, and they're having dinner, I guess, of your pork or dog or whatever here. You hey, man, the Holocaust kills six the Germans kill six men. Well, you know, the chink says, shut your, you know, shut, shut your face, Jew boy. 
We killed 50 million of our own hair. We didn't even freaking mail in, what, seven months? As opposed to six years? We didn't even freaking mention it. Still don't. Kill 50, 60 million of our own. You're whining like a Jew boy pussy about six million, supposedly. Pearl Pot. Revolution. Went against this, oh, this Prince Sihanouk in Cambodia. No civil war. Four million shanks. He's shooting the ones who even wear glasses here. He goes ahead and kills one and a half to two and a half million, you know, Cambodian shanks here. That's what Paul Pot did. It was a revolution. But then, then genocide. Killing. Now, folks, do you, any of you believe, any of you believe, I want Civil War II comes to the Zog land? Do you believe that, you know, well, we're just going to have a fine old time and just shooting, you know, Jews and niggers? No, it's going to be a wizard problem. It's going to be a wizard, a wizard violence. Wigger lives matter? Hell no, they don't. Nigger lives don't matter even to niggers, but guess what? Wigger lives do not matter. Either wiggers or white nationalists, and they shouldn't. Because it's wiggers who have got us into this mess. And let's understand that. Okay. So. Uh, we'll get the chat. <sighs> okay, well, the country is sick and tired of the mud invasion, yeah. People realize that things are not in good shape, yeah. Oh, what to do? Well, hello. Maybe I'll look after yourself. Maybe I'll look after your family. Maybe I'll just simply hate pigs and lawyers and judges and know that they're not for you. I am surprised. I am surprised that more pigs and more lawyers and more judges and more politicians are not killed. I want to explain that to, uh, what, the Wolf with Willie Wallstein? Five years ago, five years ago, a messed up Jew boy goes ahead and scrambles the head of an Esther Kikis, Congress critter, when she's running for office. A federal judge, <laughs> I love that. And, you know, about six or seven, eight other cards. It was a white supremacy. You read Jared Taylor's American Free Press or American Roosevelt. No, it's not. It's a Jew boy. Jew boy's mother, grandmother, and Gabby Tycat, you know, Giffords, why, well, hey, you know, both their mothers went to, what, the same synagogue. It was a messed up Jew boy, and now he's serving life and sentence, you know, a life term here. Surprise, 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 Sergeant Carter, like they say. Hmm? So. Don't you think these critters were, you know, scared here? Because if you're a Congress critter, you got to go out looking for votes like a whore. I mean, a Congress critter, a Congress critter being scared of being shot by pissed-off 
constituents here is about as common as a whore turning tricks like condom here and being worried about venereal diseases. I mean, sooner or later, something bad is going to happen. Something bad is going to happen. Not going to be pretty. Not going to be nice. Going to be bad. Boy, they. So anyway, heck. I made a number of predictions. I'm just, well, I'm just talking here right now. I may go ahead and call it a knife here. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, pretty well having four hours sleep here and having to work on some intellectual stuff. I also need to go ahead and, uh, oh, set this here little pump and, uh, you know, essentially get the Buick started and get the tire fixed here. Anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and don't ban me. I'm being cloned. Guest story sort of being me. Guest number 32. We, we, we had a little talk about high justice, low justice, and no justice retards <laughs> earlier on the, pre, on the pre-turn show. Uh, folks, the last thing you want to do is appeal to me for justice. Because if you appeal to me and I feel like giving it to you, you may not like, you know, I mean, the last thing you want is high justice because you're going to get what you deserve here and it's not going to be pretty. Most of you tards get low justice. <laughs> and really the best thing for you tards is no justice. Okay? <laughs> Appeal to me for high justice, low justice, which is what you, you know, usually get. High justice is what you deserve. <laughs> Hanging, drawn, and quartering of tards. And no justice. I mean, essentially, where you tards just simply have to find out among yourselves here. High justice, low justice, and no justice here. <laughs> that's, you know, that's what you're going to get from me or from each other. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and see I profit here. <laughs> He was he was in there. He was in Dewey's Tart Corral yesterday as well. He was listening to the show here. So, for being a snitch, yes. <laughs> Good Lord. You know, it's just, it's just rough. You know, it's hard to be a tart, ain't it? <laughs> None of you are ever pleased with each other. So, anyway, folks, we're going to go ahead and take a break. I'm going to take a piss. And we will be back for probably the last section of the movie, Tart. Hail Victory. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. 
I sometimes wonder, you know, another thing, old Dewey had to yap about my grandchildren, how I'm not a grandfather. Well, I consider them my grandchildren. No, maybe I, maybe I was a little bit mean to Dewey here. Maybe, you know that's why you know we considered here posting that video because there are there is and you know this this older guy. This is a, hey way back in 1975, 1976, Dewey was the rising and morning star, and he was he was quite the fire eater. I remember when Pete Peters was quite the fire eater, and then he backed off. Maybe a lot of us, when we get older, that's the time we should really charge for it because we have so we have a lot less time of life to lose. Then fifty-eight. Let me see. Unless I live to be a hundred and sixteen years old, hundred sixteen and a half, I am definitely on the B side of life. What do you think are the odds? I'm going to live to be 116 and a half. I don't think very good. I'm definitely on the B side of life. You know, you know, are you on the record here? You know, with 10 bucks free here? Hell, I may even be with a bullet on the B side of life. You get to thinking that way when essentially you have a birthday within the last week or two. Then I'm thinking a little bit of morbid thoughts. So essentially, well, on the 29th is the birthday of my granddaughter. Then February, another grandson. Then March, another grandson. Then April, another grandson. You know, the winter months and spring months here are, in well, many cases, sort of anniversaries of bad times here. Okay. But well with all the bad things that are gonna happen here. I mean you go ahead and look like you know at you know, uh there's this there's this piece of shit named Red Mike Vanderbilt. Well my gara, that wasn't Sebastian's gonna croak. Pretty soon. Not soon enough. Southern Poverty Law Center Militia General. We end up having a bunch of skanks from the 1990s here, like Claire the Ducal Wolf. She's irrelevant. Altogether irrelevant. Oh, what to do? What to do? And the answer is that, you know, hey, you live your life as best you can. Sometimes it's really, you know, it's really tough to say, well, God's in charge of all things, even when you don't believe it. Because that's the excuse to not keep up the struggle. All right? 
against them 48. I mean, hell, giant Tonto. I mean, uh, you know, I know it's your third daughter. You know, she's humping. You know, she's humping a uh, beater Jew. Uh, do you want her coming back? Do you want her coming back like daughter number one with Will Kikley? Folks, I don't know. I love my grandchildren, but I don't know what they turned out to be. I'm not responsible for them anymore. God Babylon is. And I insist they pay for what they've done with the lives of their own children, of their own fathers, their own mothers. So that's what they deserve. Let them be destroyed. But well, they can. Here's Dewey asking me where I get my money from. Where do you get your money from, Dewey? For 30 years, you left and you pretended Yahweh told you how to do it. Well, just like Yahweh went ahead and blocked me. Some stupid, you know, some stupid heifer screeches about how she's tired of listening to a white man and she hates listening to a white man. So I guess Yahweh went ahead automatically and walked me through the night. What I had fun with, I don't know if you caught this, but I was on Skype. What happens, I called in as Dick wrote me and I says, hey. Dewey, when you come back, are you going to come back as a lizard or a bell priest? Click. <laughs> Look at his name. is Dick Relly. Dewey was defensive biting. Well, maybe I shouldn't be so mean to him. I don't help us. He made it quite clear he's not a CI dentist, so why should I be annoyed at him? even though he has a bunch of these CI dentist tards here, you know, think bots and the liar bots and pisser possums and the rest here. If he wants them to be his Yahweh cabbages and drink the yellow Kool-Aid, maybe I shouldn't be so mean to do it. Maybe I will or will not release you know, the YouTube video I made, chewing on his ass. I no longer can pretend that Dewey doesn't know about what goes on in his name. Oh, well. Now, Russell is somewhat of a trust fund baby himself here. I really like Dewey. And there are parts of him that I still like. Very smart man, very intelligent man. He just says stupid shit here, you know, and then targeted it up. <laughs> and perhaps the best thing to do is no longer inquire as to how Dewey is doing. Because what's the point? Why bother? 
this Lombardi Ayanta skank. Oh, Marty's a coward here. Well, no. I've never wanted to interfere with Dewey, Dewey's preaching. Reincarnationist horseshit. Didn't agree with it. Never did agree with it. Never will agree with it. It's nonsense. Was there a point in being mean to Dewey and being mean to Dewey's tards? No. Should I be annoyed that old Bruce sort of kicked me to the curb? Hell no. Dewey can go ahead and deal with Bruce and deal with uh, Bruce's what? Oh, 15 year old Duke's son. That's for the best. Am I running a psychic hosp- psychiatric hospital for crippled tards? I don't know. Do I need to be? Marty has no plans. Well, maybe that's so here. I had a friend, really good friend, Johnny Tonto Britain. He came running to me. He wanted something. He got it. He wanted something for 50000 I got him 110000 He ran through it in, what, five, five months? But I got it for him. Old nigger lips and old liar Billy Close was, you know, trying to keep them from getting fifty thousand. Guess what? You know, nigger lips, you know, interfered with Johnny Tonto, you know, Britain's lawsuit. Old Johnny Tonto Britain here, you know, he sort of forgets. There's this magistrate judge says, "Hey." Where, oh, where are you tonight? 
Why did you leave me here all alone? I searched the world over and thought I found you up. You met another and you was gone. Okay, well, uh, for both of you, we have a Nimbus retard, Mitch Bubros. Uh, Mitch Bubros does not show up unless he has psychiatric help in the form of Uncle Tom's Pig Bowie here. Now, Uncle Tom's Pig is the, uh, essentially the, the brains of the outfit here. So I'd explain to you, you know, anybody, is that you don't get a permission to form an official militia of sorts here, unless you are going to ask the mouth with the uh, with the mayor of Maryland. Oh, by the way, by the way, Friday night I was I was trolling the hell. I was trolling the hell out of uh, <laughs> I was trolling the hell out of Uncle Tom's on big booty here. What happens? He doesn't mute some guests here, and I <laughs> I was just simply sort of flash troll real quick. I you know, I mean I was using. Tricks I used to you know, learn in 2010, 2011, 2012, you know, trolling single cheese, any liars, you know, never sword masters here. So <laughs> I was trolling the hell out of, you know, just like you tards do here. But folks, they know me because, hey, at least my trolling is higher quality trolling. It's, you know, it's not, it's not simply the, the safe, easy trolling that you tards get to do here. We get to run wild, okay? But where was I here? Here comes Johnny Chance with Britain here. He's not satisfied with being who he is. He's got to be. Why, hey, he's got to be royalty. He's got to be this or that. He's not satisfied with his daddy. Essentially, being a Pentecostal red nigger from Northeast Oklahoma. Just how far being who he is. My nephew, from my dead brother. He's gone through what? Nearly a million, gone through most of his inheritance. My sister says, "Hey, I, I think five years." My nephew and his mother will be out on the streets or living off my niece, who is the only one who has some sort of a head for money. Folks, we were poor, just like Dewey was. We were poor. We lived on the farm. We raised cattle, and essentially we got by as best we could, and we managed somehow. So, old Dewey says, where do you get your money? Well, guess what? In the 90s, hey, you got $5,000, worked on getting $5,000 for everybody. And I was, I was, you know, I was shitting high cotton here with $5,000 in 1995 and 1996. And, hey, I paid off my brother and paid off Roxy and, hey. Then old Jenny dies, and hey, we get up to ten thousand. Then we inherit our portion here. We get ten thousand, you know, after paying the you know high property taxes. And the last 
couple of years, you know, up to $15,000 a year. I'm doing okay. I thank Yahweh every all the time here is that, hey, thanks for getting to where I don't have to work for a living. And folks, I don't I don't jump down on Dewey for essentially, you know, making the sense here. You know, of course he probably should have just simply said and said, Hey, my daddy told me to get out of you know, CI Dentistry. Instead of going ahead and telling all this bullshit to say, Yahweh, who rules all things, told me to do it. That's bullshit. But hey, if you want if you want to tell fools bullshit, tell them bullshit. Hell, well, go ahead and find somebody who'll drink the yellow Kool-Aid. Am I a better man essentially not growing up in grinding poverty, but not growing up in wealth to where you, you know, automatically have the habits of living frugally? Now, some of the bad you know, things is I'm some of a hoarder. No, not somewhat. I'm I'm so, I'm very much somewhat of a hoarder. I don't let get all together out of hand. They get sometimes close to getting out of hand. Then Rock says, "Why don't you throw that shit away here? Hell, you're what three, four months out here. You'll you know there'll be more styrofoam cups. There'll be more oh juice cans here. There'll be more other stuff. You really." If you have to go ahead and do the stuff, you're fighting Brian Real over, what, 10 plus five million? Stop saving here, Oreo, cooker, cookie, whatever here. Just throw it away. And she's right, and I do. But she has to tell me that. And I have to acknowledge that she's right. I am what I am. As a result of biology, but also as a result of environment. Folks, I think every single one of us should realize that, and maybe we should learn to be happy with what we got. I sort of view it in the prism of that, hey, it could be worse. It's going to get worse. Almost should be happy and content with what we got. And don't worry about impressing fools or retards or idiots. Folks, I've never had to work real hard in standing out from people because, hey, folks, I am not, quote, normal. I am not average. Now, some people will say, well, that's because you're a freaking nut. You know, Marty, okay, I'll grant that. I remember what? When, when was it? Way back in 2000, 2009, 2010, old Edgar Steele, Whimper, he wants to run for governor, but these stupid Mormons have elected a nigger in Idaho, and the nigger doesn't want to let old... Uh, 
Edgar Steele Wigglewimper in there and says, well, hey, he's a lawyer, not a very good one. Why don't we just go ahead and sue the constipation party? And the Wigglewimper says, you tell that Martin Lindstead, you know, that he's, uh, you know, he's batshit insane here. And I said, well, you know, uh, you Wigglewimpers, why, uh, you're typical. You know, I'd rather be insane than typical like you uh, Wigglewimpers. And you still had a big head. What good did it do? Folks, learn to be happy with who you are. Why do you have to pretend to be something you're not? You have, you have, essentially, you, you, you live a life of what? Envy? You don't know. You don't know what somebody else who you think has everything. You don't know what lifting he has to do in order to make it well here. He may end up having to work quite a bit harder for just a little bit more. And he may envy you your simple life. You have so much time, and then you'll be gone. You might die in the cataclysm, which is ahead, I believe. You might have to do some horrific things in order to live, and you may not succeed, and you may lie out with your bones unburied, eating like possums and raccoons. I don't know. Every single one of us. You know, I mean, I, I obviously don't believe in Dewey's horseshit. Dewey doesn't believe in Dewey's horseshit. If Dewey believed in Dewey's horseshit, you know, he'd live according to, you know, the horseshit that he believes in, which he doesn't. His daughters don't believe in the horseshit. His tards don't believe in, this, in Dewey's horseshit. This is, this is just much tards here pulling on each other's dicks here, you know, because they're, you know, they're flectarded. But I'm simply suggesting that you believe what you believe in and simplify your life and live a moral life here. It's a whole lot easier to tell the truth than it is to try to think of lies. Here's old nigger list. He gets caught three, four times on December 17th. He goes ahead and catches, you know, he goes ahead and catches Fink and Melissa Epperson here and his wife. That's why you can face anyone with confidence if you're not a liar. I may not be liked here, especially by you, Johnny Tonto. Have fun. But hell. If I'd have got a hundred ten thousand dollars here after five years after five years I'd have a hundred twenty thousand of it left. You won't do it in five months. 
He whined like a pussy about your poor broken back in the helicopter and especially how your daughters are running wild here and explained. You know, why shouldn't your daughters why shouldn't your daughters fuck you with some Mexicans and niggers and beaners? I mean, you know, shit if you wanna believe you're you you descend from royalty from uh King Saul, I mean essentially you're just gonna be mad when you're when you know, shoot, daughter number one, daughter number two, and daughter number three, they've all, you know, whipped your ass. Daughter number three, she wants to she wants to fuck Mexicans. She whips your ass and you don't dare fight back because you are you're already under a domestic you know, you're already under domestic uh what? You already got domestic uh assault misdemeanor to where you're not allowed to carry a gun across state lines, probably not even across county lines. I'm supposed to worry about your little death threats here? No. Nigger lips, he, he goes ahead when he was anonymous, gave me death threats. Should I worry about it? Well, no. Don't worry about things, so-called death threats. No, I'm not a little five-foot-three Puerto Rican sneak thief that's all, you know, that's all shackled up here so he can get away with killing me? No. My life would be better if my grandchildren were back, but hey, it is what it is. I live insofar as possible life on my terms. So I'm not hurt or butthurt or pissing and moaning or something like that here. Life's a wonderful thing. You know, until you weaken and die. And thing to do is live a moral life as best you can. The way you don't have to worry about being ashamed to meet your maker. That's why I'm trying to teach, you know, you even, you know, some of you even if you ain't white here, why do you have to pretend to be something you're not? Because if you are made with better intelligence, with better, you know, moral Capacity, that way expects more from you. Some of you can just barely make it anyway. Be happy with who you are, okay? All right? Okay? No, Marty did not grow up in the Great Depression. Ah, we'll call in Mitch Bubros. Mitch Bubros ain't going to call in here. Okay, your show is boring. Oh, you poor thing. Poor little things. Why don't you... <laughs> oh, hell. Ever since I knew Giant Tonto, he never, you know, I made $150,000 last year. Yeah, how much you got of it this year? Well, nothing. 
they were real mad in 2010 when I pointed out the only thing he had to show 2010. In 2011 was a was a used Acer laptop they bought in Anchorage, Alaska, because he left his oh so wonderful Apple you know at home. I don't want to hear that. Okay. Let's let you have a show for 2010 as a, as a used Acer. No glory days. West River, South Dakota is not in permanent depression. It is what it is. People there they don't want to move away from it. They have to work harder because there's fewer people there. Now, if you want to live easy, as long as you have some money, go ahead and build your house and dig it underground quite a bit because the water table is you know, not very high. Unless you're building on the flood plain of the Missouri or next to Bad River. But you get a little cheap in western South Dakota. That's why I was trying to tell Johnny Tonto. You know, corn cod, he bought what? Oh, he bought what? A third of leaf for $8,600? And he sold, you know, he went ahead and sold what? A little bitty house, a little a lot that wasn't worth a crap for what, 4500 to some guy in Wisconsin who didn't know a damn thing about it? To recoup most of his money, suppose he had well eleven thousand, or you know, some people say fifty-two thousand dollars. You know, mainly from the Southern Poverty Law Center. But hey, you can live cheap in West River, North of South Dakota. That's what I tried to tell him. He's worried about Lorena spending his money. Well, guess what? West River, South Dakota, or North Dakota, there's not going to be a whole awful lot to spend it on. You can get a lot of winter wheat, a lot of sunflower seeds, a lot of barley. You worried about dollar number three fucking beaners? Well, well, she is fucking. She's fucking a beaner too now. That's what that's what old Russell knows. You know, she, you know, the John Britton's third daughter's married beaner. No, it's very nice. She's married, she's fucking a beaner Jew. Mm-hmm. How do I know? Well, hey, well. You know, Tonto's daughters, why they have no discipline. Old Tonto's just scared that I'm going to go ahead and find a picture of Tonto here on his, you know, on his daughter's Facebook page, you know, Facebook page here. You know, that's what he's pissed off about. <laughs> okay. Tonto practices deception. All right. All right, number three, she's screwing a beaner Jew. So? Uh, well, his sister has been screwing a Jew for what? The past 40, 50 years? So? Who cares? Why does anybody have a problem with being who they are? Okay? Yes, 14 is going to say some mean things about me.
Missouri and St. Jules. Well, I don't know. I don't know where old Dewey Tucker, you know, Tucker got this horse shit that he was yapping about me. Maybe he's been talking a lot of Bill Lump's not the clueless. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in Dewey, but hey, whatever. There is no obligation to live according to my wants or my wishes. The cards he has, well, hey. Well, I mean, uh, old warrior priest or Chris or whatever, at least with Dewey, he probably isn't going to go ahead and kill Puerto Rican species or anything like that. Dewey will, you know, sort of him down something. He'll be a sanctimonious. He'll be a sanctimonious man's retard. What the hell's their name here? Uh, Lombardia Yantiskek. She'll be a Yantiskek. So? A, Yanta, you know, a New York Yantiskek with hairy legs and, you know, probably hairy twat. So? Maybe it's best to leave these people alone. What they believe doesn't really matter. In fact, he had a big room full of tards. The reason I had a big room of tards, they was waiting for me to call in and get my ass chewed. But I'm going to get muted. And that's what, that's what happened here. There are a bunch of tards waiting for the conflict. Because I'm known as a person who will like conflict. That's all I did. In case, folks. This last year. <laughs> we will see. By the way, I went ahead and renewed, you know, a number of my domain names. Last night. Folks, I'm doing better than Trump. I'm doing better than old nigger with fine wheel. I'm doing better than old Finkel or Johnny Tonto or the Piss Pot. Well, Piss Pot's about the same here, as long as he has a an old double wide and bridges the exit to work at the truck stop. Plenty of nigger weed and plenty of mouth. Why, hey, the Piss Pot was happy. As long as he got a bong full of water, which will, you know, <laughs> the Piss Pot was happy. In any case, I'm going to call it a night. He didn't support the movement. Look, I just push him, which is so messed up that it's essentially, I mean, I think Zog Babylon has to put money into it. Have to pay for Hal Turner. Have to pay for Donald Black. Have to pay for the duck. Have to pay for cloth me bags for Rabbi Linder. This bowel movement is never working with the shit. 
But you can't have anti-terrorism unless you have, quote, terrorists, domestic ones, too. Tron, just like in Oregon here, they have a whole bunch of Zogbots there, including radio, especially Red Mike Vanderbilt, who's dying of, you know, Jew ass gains here. No great loss. Folks, if there was no money for, you know, for essentially the Duck, for Donald Black, for Alex Linder, for Trader Glenn Miller, they'd just pretty well die into whiggers running around, talking conspiracy theories over the Internet, or scaring each other to death. That's all it'd be. That's all it'd be. Most of the time, this is the high point of your day. And you like it, you know, you like making fun of me, and eh, whatever. There's one or two tards here who probably need to be muted, but hell, I'm getting to the end here, and I'm tired, and I'm trying to lip sync for, you know, lip read for old Donald Trump. And I'm tired. I need to cut some apples for Roxy. We can go ahead and feed Poopy Dog some food. I need to get up at 9 o'clock. I need to see why I can go ahead and get out in the mail tomorrow. And then why I need to get out on Tuesday. And why I need to get out on Wednesday. I need to get down. And that's what I intend to do. So anyway, folks, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to go ahead and call that night. Because you got what? You got a two and a half hour show. This is probably far more than you charge deserve. So anyway, I mute those who deserve to hear. <laughs> but you all probably deserve it except for Poopy Dog. You know, Papa you know, Papa Cat probably deserves it. Pig Slot definitely deserves it. So hey, you know, don't be don't be calling down. You know, uh, don't be calling out high justice, low justice, no justice on your fellow cards here. You cards are all in it together. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and say, <laughs> hail victory. May Yahweh bless. And good night. Why clad in black are we? Hi-yi-ho. And we'll stamp out the tyranny. Hi-yi-ho. White men go, leave us home. On the teaching roof, let the red cock grow. White men go, civil war home. On the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. Adam Delvan is this man. Carry Oh, who was then the ruling man? Kill.
Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.